Hi, you are listening to Creatrix Culture. I am your host, Sarah Wolf. I wanted to come on here and wish you all a very happy new year. We are going into our fourth season. I am so excited that we have made it this long and this podcast is just growing and expanding and the guests that we have had on the past couple seasons have really brought so much to this show and I wanted to thank you all so much for supporting and listening and allowing me to use this platform and have this platform to really just share some amazing stories, some real stories, some beautifully channeled messages, and holding space for us while we hold space for you through these transformations and these growths and these challenges and as we all continue down this path um, of healing. And it's been a really wild ride. I am now three years sober, which is also such a beautiful journey. And I've really been reflecting back on the last three years of where I was to where I am now. And I also today was really thinking about how some of the most challenging years of my life and One was when I was 16 in 1996. Another one was when I was 37 in 2017. And this past year, 2022, really, I got my ass handed, man. (laughs) It was a tough-ass year, I'll tell you that much. I spent a lot of time. It was a solo healing journey for sure. It was some deep internal work that lasted for a very long time. I've had spurts of dark night of the soul and challenging moments that have lasted months and, you know, chunks of time. But this was a good solid year of some of the deepest work that I've ever done, I would say consecutively. And I feel different. I feel changed fundamentally from the foundation now. And I really give a lot of this work that I have done and what has been presented and the layers that have been peeled off is to also being sober. I don't think I could have done the depths of work that I did if I was still under the veil of alcohol. Yeah, it's, I never thought sobriety would be the way it is. And I always looked at it when I was young and partying and having fun that being sober was so boring and who would want to possibly do that and we're just having the times of our lives over here when in reality it's the complete opposite I love not being in that vibration anymore I have no desire to be in that vibration anymore and I wouldn't go back even if you paid me it's I kind of shudder to some moments in drinking and being just completely wasted and what that was doing to my body and what that was doing to my mind and my spirit. And I really think that there are many things in my life I don't think I actually would have done um, had I been sober. There was people in situations I definitely wouldn't have been around. 
There's people I had sex with I definitely wouldn't have linked up with energetically. And I wouldn't say there was a lot of shame around that, but there's definitely a lot of grief. And I've moved through grief for my body and my spirit and myself at the spaces and places that I put myself in. And I do think everything's on purpose and it's all part of my spiritual journey and journey as a human and my growth. But getting to this spot and looking back and peeling away those layers, I really harmed myself and I allowed a lot of toxic situations in my life to happen and caused a lot of trauma, (laughs) a lot of trauma. And I feel like this year being such a solitary year and the year of the hermit for me was to really move through the deeper layers of that trauma and being clear-minded, I was able to look through it and feel the grief of it and feel the sadness and the pain of it. But I was also able to move each through each moment clearer and faster than I ever have before. But what's interesting is it being an entire year of healing, it there's so many layers. There was just so many layers. Um that I just never knew I had so much to work through. But each part, like I said, was kind of moved through rapidly. There's just a lot. And I, yeah, I just, I feel different. I feel like I am now the woman that when I would look at what I thought I was going to be like in the future, or what I projected to be, I am now her in, in those shoes and it feels amazing and the work is not done i know that it's 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 forever progressing but i feel like i can now step out into the world confidently and fully have a sort of mastery to myself um that i'm ready to share with the world and i'm confident in who i am bringing out and presenting and i'm very sure of where I'm standing and my views and who I am at this point. And it's interesting how those things bring us back to, at least for me, of different values and knowingness of myself when I was young. And then we go through life and we get kicked around and we go down this path and that path and we take up values that aren't ours and we adopt other viewpoints and we see the world from different angles and then it kind of shifts and pushes us back to being this new person but yet having the aspects of of our innocence and then of our you know just innate knowings and strengthening those intuitions and just really harnessing who we are as a whole past present and future and I am continuing to take this world by storm now and step out into the world and this is who I am. And it feels good, but wow. Yeah, the layers, the layers, the layers, the layers, the layers that have been peeled back and a lot of grief, a lot of grief, a lot of grief for what I allowed to be a part of and to have been done to me and what I accepted as being okay and 
I allowed myself to be treated very poorly by many people who I let close, being friendships or lovers, and I really am at a zero tolerance policy right now. I was actually just talking with one of my girlfriends this morning on a walk, and I was like, I, friendships or lovers or relationships, like even if it's a pink flag at this point, I'm out. I don't have it in me. I don't have it in my body. I don't have it in my being to override myself anymore, override my intuition, override my spirit. And if it's not in alignment and if it's not of love and if it's not of light, I'm not playing. And I spoke on another episode earlier last year. Um, it's the episode about, I don't remember the name of it, but it's with my friend Katerina Henkova. And when I really spoke about when the word value hit me and as we were going through our abundance course and really diving deeper into abundance and what is value. And if you don't value yourself, if you don't value your life, if you don't value your body, you, how can you expect value to be shown on the outside if it's in the form of money? Money is just a frequency. It's a vibration if you don't value yourself on the inside. So I really was able to see this year the disconnect for me with value, how that wasn't translating outside and how my worth could only be so much because my worth inside was only so much. And I really do believe since starting drinking when I was 12, 13 years old, I there's a there was a big disconnect to me and my development and um, what... I was tolerating and I had to drink to continue to tolerate lower behaviors that were um, presented towards me and what I adopted and accepted, especially I don't think I could have worked in the service industry as long as I did had I not had alcohol to numb out the toxicity that comes along with that industry. And, you know, it makes me wonder what my life would have been like had I not spent so much time in that vibration of alcohol. It is such a lower, denser vibration. But I do also believe everything is for everything, and our path is our path. And I had to walk through all sides to see many angles of this life and having an understanding, and then finding the path out of it into something else. And I give myself props for having the strength and the determination and the clarity to be able to get out and to walk away without, honestly, without struggle. And I know a lot of people can't say that. And it's by the grace of spirit and my life path that's allowed me to be able to turn and walk away without looking back to that. I don't really feel like I'm missing out on anything anymore by not drinking and being in that lifestyle and that vibration. I spend so much time now honoring and enjoying my clarity and my sobriety. And I am very vocal. I do partake in plant medicine in ceremony. And I've really found some great deeper healings and layers and clarity with doing plant medicine. But when I do it, it's so intentional. It's not to escape this world. It's actually to lean into it even more and go into spaces and places 
within myself and my subconscious to clean up and do more work there instead of trying to exit the planet, which what I was doing when I was young. I also found deeper healing within those years that I was using alcohol, and I actually learned a lot um, within the work of shamanism to that I'm a purger. That's how I alchemize energy and going into denser places and spaces and especially working in the service industry for so long and all the energy that comes in there and everyone that comes in with their things and their wounds and their traumas and, you know, um, it was a way for me because being a purger, alcohol was actually a tool for me to alchemize all the energies that I was picking up when I was didn't have the tools or the knowledge that I do now and how much energy I was picking up from other people. So I also honor those times and spaces and years where I didn't have the knowledge and the tools I have now that all was not for naught and alcohol did serve a role and a purpose in helping me alchemize and move things out of my body as being um, there as a purger, as something to help me purge. But as I became more spiritually inclined and in tune and learned in a sense, um, I think that's why it also was easy for me to let that go out of my experience because I've found other ways and spaces and places that I can alchemize and move energy and purge if the purge needs to happen. So yeah, I just, you know, but I do think that there's a lot of experiences I would not have said yes to had I not been under the influence of alcohol and made things okay. And that that uh yeah that that makes my my heart sad for my child self and my teenage self and for my temple of my body that i really wouldn't have said yes to things had i not numbed myself out to it so yeah there's a lot of healing this year that has surrounded that it's interesting also going into situations like with family and old spaces that with friends to come into it with this clarity now and I've really found myself being so much more of the observer into situations where I used to have to feel like I needed to entertain the party now I just kind of sit back and watch and observe and just the best I can without judgment but just watch what's happening around me I was at a wedding. I don't know if I talked about this on here, but I was at a wedding, a friend of mine's wedding a few months ago in Arizona. And I was one of the few people there that maybe the only person there that wasn't drinking. And a lot of Midwesterners were there. And I say that just because Midwesterners, they really love to party, especially at a wedding. And had I been drinking, I would have been right there with everyone. But I just watched. I just watched the wedding. And it was a weird role for me in that moment of being this guest that was completely observing because old me would have really felt like I had to entertain the entire wedding the entire time. And it was interesting to not play that role anymore. And I've found that showing up into different spaces and places, especially this year, I'm showing up in a different role and just kind of sitting back and allowing things to 
unfold around me and allowing other people to be the entertainers, right? Um, I don't know. There's a grace. There's a grace that I've I've leaned into. And when you move through those deep ego deaths, which I had many of them, I wouldn't even say they were Dark Night of the Souls this year. I think they were really a lot of ego deaths. And I'm going to come back and talk about that more in a future episode about what that really looked like and some things, some deeper things that I walked through. But I'm curious to see before I do that episode how things unfold. So I want to round that episode out with what's going to be kind of happening and what I'm feeling and seeing over the next few months. So let's let these next few months unfold first before I dive into that full story and really share on a deeper level what I've walked through this year. Um, which I've kind of kept really personal and close to my heart because it's it's been, yeah, it's just been a very interesting journey, but I'm not fully out of the woods yet. So I'm going to save that story till I can wrap it up in a bow for you guys or kind of show you what it looks like to get to the other side and you can see and hear of the, the depths of that journey that I've walked through. Um, but yeah, now today has been my last day of caffeine, so now I'm bringing that onto my path. As we are three years no alcohol, I think it's time that we let that other part go. And that's been a hard one because especially this year I've wanted to let caffeine go, but my social time in the mornings being such a year of the hermit has been in the in going to get a cup of coffee with my dog and having that social time with the baristas and the other customers. And I've made friends through that, but now it's really within my body. Within my body is really highlighting. It's the next thing that I need to let go and purify and stabilize from. And it will be interesting in the months and years to come moving forward of what that looks like unhooking from that. I've been able to, I feel like, unhook from alcohol and cigarettes easier than I feel like I've stepping into this caffeine bit, especially. I mean, I really do love my almond milk lattes. And this new place just opened up down the street, Bread Block, which is a organic bakery that's gluten-free, super good on Ventura. But they have homemade almond milk and they're Almond milk lattes have really made my heart happy, but you know what is going to be even happier is when I fully balance my body and let this piece of caffeine go. They actually say for women, um, caffeine's horrible and it really messes with our hormones. I think alcohol really also messes with our hormones and I'm just putting my pieces of my body back together from all the years of you know, I've always eaten healthy and taken care of it on one level, but these added little extra poisons, I think, have really unbalanced me. And I'm really looking forward to stepping into 43 years old here in a couple weeks, fully allowing my body to come into alignment and full balance and not make it have to work so hard from putting in these other things in of the kind of poisons or things that make it out of balance. So here we go, onward and upward, you guys. 
I am looking forward to 2023. I mean, I think we all come into the start of a new year and allow it space to, you know, give it room to become that year, right? That turning point. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to expanding and growing and becoming more and more of letting others see who I truly have been and am and who I'm becoming and really expanding and sharing that with everybody. My most authentic self and standing with conviction and truth and transparency and yeah so thanks again thank you all for being with me these past three seasons I'm excited to continue to expand even more like I said into this fourth season and bring in some more amazing guests for you guys yeah just keep this train going so I send you all love and light for this new year and I send you holding space for your expansion and your growth and if you need anything I am always here reach out and if you do me a solid and also, please share any episode that you feel resonates with you. And if you're on a platform that you can comment and like, please give us a comment or a rating or a like so we can continue to expand out to others this year and grow. I'm ready to grow. So thanks again. Happy New Year. And we'll talk with you again soon.